132 on the SFM. So, this day in history, in 1963, on the 16th of July, Miriam Akeba, or Mama Africa, as uh, she's fondly known in these parts, delivered a formidable speech to the United Nations Special Committee against Apartheid. As a result of that speech, her rights of citizenship and her right to return to her country of birth were revoked. Zenzile Miriam Makeba, or Mama Zenzile Miriam Makeba, Mama Africa, was born today on the four, not today was born on the fourth of March, nineteen thirty-two. So today is the fifty-eighth commemoration of that speech. We know she was a South African singer, songwriter, actress, UN Goodwill ambassador, and civil rights activist. She was an advocate against apartheid and white minority rule in South Africa. We're reflecting on that speech, but just in case you have never heard that speech, we're going to have a conversation about that speech with uh, Cesar Nkosi Mukhele, creative writing lecturer at the Sol Blaki University. Just in case you never heard that speech, here is a clip of that speech. I ask you and all the leaders of the world, would you act differently? Would you keep silent and do nothing if you were in our place? Would you not resist if you were allowed no rights in your own country? because the color of your skin is different to that of the rulers, and if you were punished for even asking for equality. Mr. Chairman, there is already too much hate in my country. I am afraid that if the world keeps silent and the government is madly proceeding with more brutality and is trying to take the lives of our most beloved leaders and boys in their teens, you cannot stop the hatred from overflowing. I appeal to you and through you to all the countries of the world to do everything you can to stop the coming tragedy. I appeal to you to save the lives of our leaders, to empty the prisons of all those who should never have been there and help us win our right to human dignity. I will have you know that uh, there's an initiative called uh, Hapo Zamani. Uh, that's a Makeba speech, by the way. Hapo Zamani uh, Zakale is, uh, uh, is a speech, uh, is, is uh, really people that uh, have recommissioned a get-together of sorts online, of course, uh, to reflect on the speech. Hapo Zamani Zakale means, uh, I think, uh, to look back. But we want to talk about that speech with Sisa uh, Nkosi the creative writing lecturer at uh, the Sol Blaki University. Uh, that was 1963. Good afternoon, Caesar. Thank you so much for making the time. That speech would redefine Makeba's life uh, in many ways because her mother would pass and she would never even be able or be allowed to come in and bury her own mom. Mm. Yes, good afternoon, OSKG uh, and your listeners. I mean, indeed, the speech is was very important because also for me, it also shows the role of an artist as a musician and and their responsibility, their social responsibility in terms of activism beyond the art that they produce. But yeah, I mean, it was a difficult time. I mean, Mama also spoke a lot about um, the Sharpeville killings that were happening at the time, as well as the freeing of um, the leaders, um, you know, uh, amongst them was Umam Lilian Goyi Abu. Um, oh, they escaped me, but um, all the leaders that were in, in incarcerated at the time. And, you know, in her humble, soft voice, Mama Mageba 
decided to speak to the UN commission, that special committee against apartheid, and she, in her soft voice, beg the world to listen and you look at what's happening in the world today the killing the the the, the shadiness around our leadership and also most importantly and and very painful is what's happening to artists you know being deprived to exercise their calling to heal the nation in terms of you know covid-19 and the restrictions around that and just the truth that nobody takes artists Seriously. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you. I, I, I like how you keep referencing her soft voice. I saw the image myself on YouTube this morning as mm-hmm. I was uh, getting prepared to, to come here. Um, you know, and, and I juxtaposed that reference to her soft spoken voice as she was mm-hmm. giving that speech to, um, uh, I mean, at the United Nations. She gave that speech to very hardened looking men in the room, mm-hmm. right? Uh, <laughs> at least the image that I saw. But she she was very brazen, however soft her voice may ha- may may have been. She was extremely brazen in her messaging. Is that how you found it as well? Yes, absolutely. Because also also the feminine touch, the fem or the the role of a woman in that parliament uh, amongst those men, those white men, and you know. <laughs> Who looked unmoved? Who looked unmoved? Yeah, she had a strong, <laughs> a strong voice, a strong voice representing the whole country. Mm-hmm. You and, and, and talking about heavy issues like remove the governance of Fairwood. That was very hard. I mean, yeah, you I, know what she suffered after the speech. So, yeah, l- let's go through the elements of the speech. Uh, you know, the, the 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 elements that stood out for you in what she said on that day. Okay, the elements that stood out for me, one was who is, is delivering the speech. Mm. A musician, you know, who's not taken seriously today, a musician is not taken seriously today, but who's also an, an activist and, and who has a responsibility to to shape and direct the country because this is a calling. Her work was that of a calling. Mm. So um, that stood out for me, yeah, a lot. Yeah. The bravery. Yeah. You, you you speak of, uh, uh, you know, it's uh, 58 years later uh, mm-hmm. since uh, Makeba gave that speech. It's, uh, uh, you know, it's tough times for South African artists in particular uh, because they're not able to work, right? Uh, COVID-19 uh, and its impact on the globe means that uh, it's... It definitely not business as usual for them. They depend on crowds. They depend on get a gathering. Uh, ooh, I think we uh, we lost Caesar there, uh, but uh, we hope uh, to get in touch with her again because I think it's an important and poignant moment uh, to reflect on the 58th anniversary of uh, Miriam Makeba's United Nations speech. Uh, she gave the speech. Uh, if you were to go on YouTube later on and uh, try and see it yourself, she gave the speech. You know to hard politicians in the room uh, the year was 1963 we were in the throes of apartheid uh, as a country and uh, she was uh, you know she uh, she was uh, soft-spoken as you heard uh, Caesar say uh, and yet uh, she gave a very profound speech we were talking about the artist before we lost you uh, Caesar thank you so much for coming back and the impact uh, that uh, COVID-19 has had uh, on on their work uh, you know 
know, I mean, how hard or easy is it going to be for us to be able to get back to giving arts the space of prominence that it once had in our country prior to COVID? I think it takes a lot of resilience, just like Mama has, you know, showed us. Uh, because I don't know, like no one is hearing us. The only thing we can do is to just continue until we are heard. Yeah. And we don't really have to burn so much. Yeah. Things. So when you teach uh, creative writing at uh, Sol Plaki University, uh, you know, uh, do you ever reference Makeba? Do you ever reference the speech at all? Absolutely. I mean, I reference Makeba uh, also through her music because, you know, we called, we called also, we, the, 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 at House of Silverton, Harpo Zamani, taken from the song, one of her songs, which have a powerful message where she talks about the issues of displacement, the issues of alcoholism, if you want to call that in our society today. So yes, definitely. Um, so I look at her lyrics, the emotions in the song, just like, you know, yeah. everything that creative writing does really. Yeah. Let's talk then about Hapo, Hapo Zamane uh, Zakale and what you're going to do to commemorate the speech tonight. Okay, so can I just say quickly that House of Cizane, it's an NPO that I founded um, um, to, to, to really create innovative spaces for youth and children in particular to rediscover themselves, to grow, to be independent. And we're doing that through music and literature. So tonight's event, um, we will be having a webinar. I'm not sure how to call these things now, but a gathering um, you know, of minds and, and beautiful people who love you know, who love blackness, man. Um, on the lineup, we will be having um, the foundation itself will be in conversation with Mr. Lindelani, Mageba, Mama's grandchild. We will have Ambassador Ntlapo, Untuan Ntlapo from the Ukwakotuan Ntlapo from the Shadow Foundation. We will also have Ulunile Zapi, Mama Zapi is actually very interesting and I'm excited to have it today because she's also a principal of this Morris Isaacson Center for Music in Soweto. Um, uh, who else? And then we'll also be joined by Ketin Changase, yeah. um, the musician, as well as Umin Mandisa Vundla. Yeah. Who is uh, a poet and advocate for the Mandula for sure. Listen, That's, thank um, you for, for, for not forgetting Mazi. Uh, thank you for not yeah. for forgetting the work of Mazi because yeah. the work of Mazi, uh, you know, uh, has to outlive her. Uh, she worked so hard in all of her life for us. Thank you so much also for making the time uh, to talk to us today. We really, really, really appreciate it. Uh, that is Cesar Ngosi Mohela, creative writing lecturer at the Sol Blackie University. So let's remember that day uh, that Mazi. He gave to us.